Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is Sexy Voice Andrea, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now with 50% less kidney, still with 100% of the only organ that matters. I hope it was good for you. Quit it. Embarrassing. Show podcast. This is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. My gosh, each and every morning doing this right here for uh, seven hundred, nearly seven hundred and twenty times. Wash, rinse, repeat. Podcast first part of the day. Ah, sell the hell out of it on the back half of the day. Busy when, like, basketball, hockey, football seasons start. Football, what are you talking about, Eric Zane? Well, um, I tell you what, just kind of like a uh, unpolished gem or a best-kept secret. The uh, West Michigan Ironmen football team indoor football team i think i got their schedule in front of me you you have got to go to one of these games and i will have tickets in the zane zone to give away again this year so much fun um a lot of these dudes are uh, local uh, stud high school football players and then they still want to play so they uh join this indoor uh, football team and they just man last year was incredible because the West Michigan Ironmen pretty much beat the shit out of every team and then the championship game was to be played and they so overmatched this happens in these types of leagues they so overmatched the opposition I don't even know what where they were from again in the championship game that the their opponents said we forfeit we're not coming they actually like didn't play the game because they were going to get the shit beat out of them so bad. Imagine that. Uh, so there you go. The, uh, the football team starts again on February 18th. That is a Friday. Their schedule goes from then until May 21. I can do all. Let's see. There's one, two, three, four. Five, six home games. I'll be able to be at four of those. My role there is just ridiculously awesome. I've talked about this before. They uh, stream their games, audio, video, on, uh, it might be Twitch. I don't even know. But um, 
There was a dude who did play-by-play. He's not there this year, so I don't know who the hell I'm going to team up with. And I am the color commentator. And I swear to God, they go, I go, well, I mean, I don't know anything about football. They go, well, yeah, we don't care. Uh, Just, you know, say funny shit. That's all you got to do. So I'm there, like, uh, making fun of the refs. If, If somebody drops the ball, I'm like, oh, yeah, good one. Yeah, good job. Way to go. Uh, making fun of uh, uniforms, the fans, the opposing team coach. Oh, my God. I, it's just ridiculous. I'm just waiting for somehow word to get back to somebody. And actually, during the gameplay, I'm going to get my ass kicked. That would be ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, busy as hell this time of the year. Hey, whatever. This is what I signed up for. I'm not complaining. Not complaining at all. My God. Uh, last night, back at it at the world-famous Deltaplex. More on that in a second. Uh, you may have heard at the start of the show that stand-up comedian Chris Porter, who uh, Adam Balboa just turned me on to that guy. He said, Zane, I am going to a full house comedy show this weekend because uh, I see that Chris Porter is in town. He's like my favorite comedian. And he sent me that uh, those clips that I just played for you to start the show uh, before I actually got in here. So that's cool. That dude is funny. I love his delivery, man. Uh, the dude is, uh, let's see. Tomorrow, Creston Brewery. And Rockford Lanes. He has two appearances. He goes to Creston Brewery, then he gets in the car and drives to Rockford. And then on the 18th, uh, that would be Saturday, two shows at the Park Theater. Very cool. Thank you, Adam, for tipping me off on that. Very, very funny guy. Sometimes that's all it, uh, it takes for somebody to go, oh, my God, you know, I didn't know who the hell this guy was. But shit, yeah, he's funny. Well done. I appreciate that. Okay, Um, I am starting to think that I am going to sidestep seeing my dad for this holiday season. I don't know, man. I'm just... Reinfection is the word. There's a lot of talk about uh, uh, reinfection or people who have had it before and or um, people who are vaccinated and I'm not necessarily worried if I get it, but vaccinated or not, you can still die from COVID. And uh, I don't want anything to happen to my dad. So I'm a little bit I'm like, fuck, I don't know. CDC talking about how uh, Delta is still just slaughtering people every single day. And this Omicron they're starting to think that Omicron, not as deadly, but still, my dad's going to be 88 years old in March. And, oh my God, uh, the uh, traumatic events of watching my mother before there was even a vaccine, she never had a chance to get it, uh, perishing from that. It, oh, I, I, I tell you what, it's bringing me right back, man. Not good. Holy shit. Uh, that's how it's going to be today. I'm kind of all over the place. Um, 
my brain is kind of mixed up on uh, on directions to talk about. I'm I'm fine. I'm not like mentally distraught or anything. I'm extremely. Uh, I'm I'm always in a good mood for the most part. Um, I am extremely excited because we had a hell of a day yesterday uh, in terms of people helping out the great food giveaway to $248.06 rolled in. You might be like, why, why is it always an odd amount of money? I don't know why it is, but on PayPal, pay, like if you were to give $50, for some reason, I keep saying, um, uh, so-and-so gave you $50. Uh, you gave us, Eric, a uh, $1.50 of that. I don't know if there's a setting to uh, make it so there's no fee. I know Venmo does that, but uh, PayPal is a little funky. So if you do decide to want to help out, and it's totally cool if you don't, trust me. It's I mean, I get it. Um, Venmo is your, your, your dollars will go further because um, it actually takes a little bit on PayPal out for some reason. I have no idea. But anyway, yesterday, $248.06 rolled in. Thank you to Rick. Thank you to Kate and Nick. Kate and Nick have given multiple times. I think they. I think the Holy Spirit taps him on the shoulder and says, "That's it. You know, you've been way too mean to Eric lately." Yeah, no, I seriously doubt that. Uh, but uh, thank you, uh, Rainbow Flag Jeremy. Classic Gaming Warehouse sent money. I don't know the person behind Classic Gaming Warehouse. I kind of have an idea, but I'm not 100 percent sure. And Randy P. Randy P, talk about awesome. Okay, Randy reached out to me, and he said, Zane, um, I have some loved ones who really want to go to a Griffins game. Uh, you got any uh, leads on good deals? And I'm like, well, no. I'm thinking to myself, I don't. I don't, like, have a lead on a good deal. If you, I mean, I kind of just have to tell you, like, go to the website and buy them. But then I'm like, no, fuck that. Randy's been great always. Uh, and so I get four tickets to every game. Daisy's snoring like crazy and it's killing me. <laughs> you weren't snoring that hard a minute ago. What are you doing? Uh, so I said, I go, well, Randy, you know, when's game? January 14th is the one that they really want to go to. I go, well, just take these. And I, I like transferred them. And he goes, oh my God, are you serious? You don't even want any money for this? I go, no, nah, just, just keep them. And then he drops 50 bucks into the bucket for the great food giveaway too. Okay. So where do we sit? Thank you very much, Randy. Uh, and if I've ever missed you on the thank yous, I know you, you, you didn't do this because you want me to say thank you, but uh, thank you very much. Uh, I mean, it is really uh, fantastic to know that uh, in this ragtag setting of uh, internet streaming and uh, doing what I do the way that I do it, we have managed to uh, 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 accumulate as of right this second, $3,979.85 for the great food giveaway. Uh, roughly $3,300, and I will pay the bill for the food with your money on Sunday at the Jenison uh, Meyer. Tuesday, Mike Ball will pick it up and drop it off in my driveway. And um, then on Thursday, Mike will pick that up along with the hams at the same Jenison Meyer that have already been paid for by you, and then go with a bunch of boxes to the great food giveaway. Staging starts at 2 p.m. 
giveaway at three at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Want to see you out there. If you need details, there is a sign-up sheet at Zaniacs United. I can't post anywhere. I can um, put it on here, though. I'm not going to worry about that right now. But uh, anyway, just plan on being there, okay? My God, it's going to be awesome. Um, what the hell was I going to say? Oh, shit. It was right there, and then it left my brain. It was right there, and then it disappeared. Um, okay, so thank you so much if you've uh, if you've given for that. And, um, yeah, we'll continue to do so. And then the extra money that we have will go to Kids Food Basket. I am a little worried about not being able to spread the word so that the people who need that food get it uh because of being uh put in facebook jail i cannot write hey we have an event if you know somebody who needs food you know i can't actually put that on facebook so i'm a little like oh god i i just i don't want to be there and and no one show up you know so if you can spread the word if you know somebody who could use this please encourage them to be at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid in their car. They don't even have to get out of the car. All they got to do is pull up. We put the food in. They leave. That's it. Smell you later. Love you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. The whole nine yards. There you go. That's the only thing that I am concerned with is getting the word out. I will post it on Twitter, but uh, my Twitter feed is uh, the engagement is nothing. It's, it's the worst. I could go on Twitter and write... Uh, hey, just so you know, Diana's pregnant. It's a miracle. I was sitting there doing the podcast and um, the archangel came down and informed her that though uh, a doctor removed, uh, did a total hysterectomy on her, uh, she is now pregnant. And uh, so she is now pregnant with the second coming of Jesus the Messiah is coming. We'll be here. I could post that on Twitter with uh, actual video of the Archangel interacting with Diana. Okay. And it would get uh, uh, one like and one comment. And the comment would say, uh, fuck you. Uh, let's go, Brandon. Drop dead. Uh, how dare you say anything about Joe Gassman? And uh, no wonder why you got fired. Go fuck yourself. Let's go, Brandon. Truck nuts. Trump. That's what it would say. Um, so it's difficult for me on Twitter because it's so shitty. But anyway, there you go. If you know anybody, that would be 3 p.m. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV on the 23rd of December. One week from today. Thank you, folks, for helping out with that. If you cannot help. Don't sweat it. Don't feel bad about that. It's okay. We'll get you next year. Thank you for thinking about it. Uh, one more, two more days of conversation about the great flooring giveaway. Bennett Flooring Installations giving away flooring to another um, recipient, another person who needs it. This is intended for the person who's like, 
Uh, yeah, everything sucks around here. Um, I have a terrible scenario because of this, this, and this reason. And honestly, new flooring in the house would just improve spirits. It would be, oh my God, somebody really loves us or whatever, whatever. Who gives a shit? It's just something good that Bennett Flooring Installation wanted to do. Jacob and Jason, they did this uh, for Zaniac Tim K and his amazing family. Uh, they are just so happy. That is so sweet of them. And this is the second one. They wanted to do this twice, twice and they're taking care of everything. They're installing all the flooring. They're paying for the flooring, all the all the uh, time that goes into that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, all I want you to do is you're like, well, God, I got to swallow my pride and write a letter to Zane. Fuck it. Don't worry about it. It's between you and me, unless you tell me to reveal who you are. Um, write it. Give me a detailed account of why this would make just things so much better for you or nominate somebody doesn't matter eric at ericzaneshow.com on the shore liners striping inbox all right where does that take me now zaniacs went to bosco's pub last night and i am jealous um you guys are so much fun and you're just so kind and you're just a bunch of dumbasses. And, uh, I've got a picture. Okay. Um, Doug, Doug, the weightlifter, uh, from Bosco's pub took a picture and sent it along of this crew. Hissy says, wait, what dumbasses? That's all said with love. That is all said with love. Settle down, Stevie. Um, uh, Amanda, okay, hold on a second. Let me uh, let me let me show you how this went down. Okay, I think I think I can show you how this went down. There they are. Look at them. Okay, now let's go over this. I think Amanda here got caught by surprise in the picture. I think Doug said, hey, everybody, and just snapped it, okay? And there's a lot of uh, rules of, there's a lot of bits of evidence. First of all, I've seen Amanda's beautiful smile before. This isn't it. That is not Amanda's beautiful smile. That, it looks like she's uh, holding in a square turd right there. So she's like, wait a minute. You can't just fucking take a picture without warning. I mean, this is Chris B over here in the background. He's not even looking at the fucking camera. Okay. He's like, yeah, hey, yeah, I'll take, uh, give me the chicken uh, tenders. Okay. Whatever. Stevie, uh, she was prepared. The cute look on her face. Amanda, that is not a cute look. I'm sorry. You didn't mean it. It is not your fault. I've seen your beautiful smile. That is not it. What the fuck? Why did he do that? Why am I showing this? Well, because it's hilarious. Stevie with that cute fuck you look on her face and actually holding up a middle finger. All right. This gentleman right here, this young man here with the afro and what appears to be a half black, half white face is half black Neil. His dad is this rapist over here. His mom is as black as this jacket that he's wearing. 
Thus, half black Neil. Across from half black Neil is half black Neil's dad. His name is sick fuck Dean. As usual, he has his Bluetooth in his ear. I have never seen this man without this stupid thing in his head. Are you a doctor? Are you on call? No, you're not. Why? And the only person who is ever going to talk to you is this young man across from you. No one else will talk to you. So take that thing out of your head. Excuse me. The young man to his left that looks like a prisoner uh, feels like it because he's sitting next to him. This is the very handsome uh, Nicholas, the offspring of sexy voice Andrea. Next to him is Lydia, who's crashed out thinking, why do my mom and dad bring me to these events? This is terrible. Holy shit. I am so bored. She's actually asleep. Andrea, I'm not sure what she's like. I'm not ready for this picture either. Her hand is blurry. It's moving. She's like, uh, I think she, it looks like she's having a stroke, frankly, because I see smile attempt on this side of her face and the other side is not working. So something's wrong. And then Schaefer, Jason, we see one third of his face and his hand on the back of Andrea's head, it looks like, which is kind of weird if you think about it. Wow. What a group. So thank you for putting up with these jokes and engaging the sponsor at Bosco's Pub. I hope you had fun. It looks like a fun group. As predicted, as I thought, uh, uh, Stevie said, Doug gave us less than one second to get ready for that pick. You guys need a redo. You need a redo on the picture. Kate said there's a better uh, picture that Chris took in the Zaniacs page. Um, wait, what are we doing Friday? I don't know, you guys. Uh, Patriot Nick is going to be in Michigan on Friday, and I think the Schaefers are going to see him. That is Patriot Nick's first time in an airplane. Uh, Sarah says, I'll go Friday. Let's take the queen of the forest. Well, what's going on Friday? I need to know. Let's see. I have nothing. I have no, I do too. I have the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. So there's that. That kind of commits me. Unless we get it done early, I'll 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 talk to Ben. Let him find out what's going on and then I'll I'll let you know. So uh, that's good. Thank you. I hope you uh hope y'all had a good time there. I uh, I love the food. I love the people. And uh, it's fun. And I'm just uh, glad you're able to uh, hang out with them. So well done. Well done, my friends. All right. Uh, please, if you would, follow the show on Twitch. Twitch.com 
twitch.com or twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Eric Zane Live, all one word. If you're listening to the audio podcast, please make a point to pop on over to Twitch and just do that. Follow, hit the follow button. That way, if you ever want to see the show live, it'll let you know, hey, Eric Zane's live. And you're like, oh, yeah, I can actually get this like I would a morning radio show. And you can check it out on Twitch. It's awesome. Twitch is great. Thank you so much. Um, and then you can contribute to the conversation and make fun of me. And yesterday, troll the hell out of me. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Facebook. Follow me on Facebook. When I'm not suspended, it's great fun. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, Eric Zane fan page. Also brought to you by Irvine's. YouTube, Frank Fuss takes care of that. Thank you to Frank the Tank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. Uh, Eric Zane on YouTube, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Follow or subscribe and hit the um, uh, bell notification so you know when I go live. And then on Twitter, follow me on Twitter. At Eric Zane Show on Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Oh, no. No water. That's not good. That's not going to, that's going to be tough. My God, uh, Chris weighs in, sent me an email concerning yesterday's discussion. Subject, Reddit dude. I liked the guy. I liked the conversation. Funny how voice-to-voice or in-person disarms people a bit more from the keyboard warrior mentality. Exactly. And that was part of the point. This sticks swim champ attacks me says shitty stuff about me you get him on he's like a pal you know um let's see i also heard back from him um he had another comment that he had hey i got around to listening to the podcast thanks for sticking to your word and letting me say my piece Kudos to you for telling some of your less gifted listeners to go fuck themselves. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, Sticks. I can make fun of them. You can't, so shut up. One of the reasons I can come back to the show after some time, even after I think you've said, done something stupid, is that I can at least believe that you're open to changing your mind. Well, uh, I wrote no problem. Thanks for coming on. But uh, follow-up, nothing I did was stupid. Uh, Your assessment of what I did is stupid. And if you want to talk about me telling listeners to go fuck themselves, for that comment, I'm telling you to go fuck yourself and enjoy the show. But who don't I tell that to? You know, at this stage of the game. Okay. Yesterday, last night, another um, fine, fine, great time at the world famous Delta Plex. Where the beer is warm and the corn dogs are old. Totally kidding. Uh, Isaiah Thomas visited and i i honestly i know that i for some of you you're like wait huh not old isaiah thomas 
Okay, not him, not Detroit Pistons Isaiah Thomas. There is another Isaiah Thomas. He's 32 years old. He's uh, had some great years in the NBA. He's trying to play his way back into the league. And uh, it started last night. The Grand Rapids Gold signed him to, you know, get a few games under his belt and uh, try to get picked up by a NBA team again. The gold lost despite him scoring 42 points. Stand by. The game got started, though. First trip down the court, somebody steps on his foot and his shoe comes out of the shoe. Wait a minute. His foot comes <laughs> His foot comes out of the shoe. It's hysterical. It's like, what the fuck? How, how do you do that? I mean, don't you... Uh, don't you tie them like tight enough? I mean, that's that's really hard to do. I mean, uh, babies and little kids do that. How is that even possible? I don't care if they've got a big fucking pair of vice grips on the shoe. I couldn't pull, ever pull my foot out of a shoe. You know, you you want them tight anyway. And it's a it's a high top shoe. How the fuck does that even happen? So the shoe goes flying. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, man. So he's, he's running down the court with, with like no shoe on. I'm like, this is going to be terrible. But then uh, he, he picked it up. Uh, and, but the team loses. The uh, uh, Grand Rapids Gold lose. And there's a couple guys on that team for the uh, team that they played, Fort Wayne, who you've never heard before. And I, I, I've never seen such great shooting. This dude, Gabe York, who is a, a odd-looking guy. I mean, take a look at Gabe here. Wow. He's got like that whole V for Vendetta uh, mustache going, kind of a different haircut. He's tattoos all over his all over his face. I can't figure out if he's uh, one of these white guys who thinks he's black or he's half black, half white, or some shit or what. I don't know. But this guy shot the shit out of the ball, okay? Um, at one point in the game, he was so hot that you know the three-point line, which is like uh, 1,000 feet from the basket? He was like what appeared to be 30 feet beyond that. And they get him the ball, and then he was so hot that uh, he, he, he threw it up from that far away. And just, I mean, that is so far away from the hoop. The, the distance alone, I couldn't, I couldn't punt it that far. And he just effortlessly, he's in the air and just flick. And then I'm right behind the, where he shot it. So I can see the trajectory of the ball. And I knew the second he let the ball go, it was going in. And he was so far away that we didn't even put a defender on him. Okay. It was like everybody was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, this was like farther than anything Steph Curry had ever shot before. It was intensely amazing how far away he was from the basket. The fact that he's in the air and then with just the strength of his arms, that that motion for it to travel such a great distance with pinpoint accuracy, it doesn't even touch the fucking rim. It just goes swish, 
And everybody in the arena is like, oh, my God, fuck you. And then so uh, as he's backing up down the court, he's got a look on his face like his dick is huge. And uh, he's shaking his head and he's, he's doing this. He's doing like the okay, like three fingers out with, you know, and he's like three, three, three. Okay. And he knows he's on fire and he's shaking his head because um, I don't know what he was trying to say, but all the players are looking at him like they want to kill him. Okay. The drives or the drive, the gold score, uh, the ants inbounded again. And he's dude, Gabe York. Uh, is going like this, like, give me the ball, give me the ball, because he knows he has magic powers at this point. Sure as shit. They give him the ball, and there's, like, all these hands in his face. He can't even see the rim, okay? And he does it again. He throws it up and goes in. He's like, what the fuck? This guy's on fire. NBA Jim, he's on fire. Oh. Oh, my God, was that intense. He wasn't even the best shooter on the team, okay? Um, let's see, where was it? I had some stats I wanted to show. Damn it, I had it and everything. NBA scores. G League scores. Um. Grand Rapids goal. Great game. Great, great game. Um, But my God, was that guy on fire. And he wasn't even the best shooter. They Remember the guy I was telling you about yesterday, the seven-foot player from the country of Georgia, Goga Badaze? Hello, I am Goga. This big Goliath, he shoots it like, you remember Bill Lane Beer, the seven-footer for the Pistons back in the day, who used to, like, beat the shit out of everybody, and then he'd, he'd drift out beyond the arc and just bury it. Just that straight shot, he'd jump, like, half an inch off the ground, and just every every time he'd, get, he'd let it go, it'd go in. That's what this guy was doing. Seven-foot tall. He attempted 19 shots, made 13 of them. From beyond the arc, he attempted it eight times, and he, six of them went in. He was a 75% three-point shooter. Three-point shooter, 75%. He finished with 38 points. The dude I was telling you about, the half-black guy, Gabe York, uh, he was 7 of 12 from beyond the arc. But that one stretch when he was burying them all in a row like that, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And then so the game is winding down and we've got a, a little bit of time left and uh and 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 we we need a stop on defense, okay? So I'm going defense. Defense. And everybody's going defense. And then they put up a shot and it was perfect because the ball kind of hit the rim and then it kind of of carom straight up in the air and then out of nowhere some other guy who developed also superpowers, jumped from, I, I don't know where, but he he's all of a sudden you see floating in the air some giant man, okay? Picture this. The ball is, is bouncing away from the hole. He is flying into the paint, 
and with one arm extended like the fucking Statue of Liberty, he grabs the ball like I'm grabbing this hat. Grabs the ball in this gargantuan black hand and then was like this face. He then just and throws it down and the rim goes and the whole arena goes, oh, fuck. I mean, oh. And then he, the guy goes, Rah! and everybody goes, oh, shit, fuck, oh, son of a bitch. What a throwdown. And everybody's, oh, fuck, it's over, man. But it wasn't. Um, They got the ball back. We fouled. Guy misses two foul shots. We sank a basket. We've got a chance. And then uh, we're down like four points with like half a minute to go. So, you know, there's still a, a shot. We got the ball. And then our dude, I forget what the fuck his name is. He throws a pass. They intercept it. It's over. Holy shit. You got to go to those games. Did you know this? They have a, uh, th- this is really cool. If you ever want to go to those games for free. And this is, and they actually promote this. I think this is the fucking greatest thing ever. If you go to a local family fair store and you spend $25 on whatever, doesn't matter. Rubbers, uh, nobody calls them rubbers. Food, doesn't matter. You spend $25 at a family fair store and then you go to the game on a Friday and you show your receipt at the box office that you've paid $25 or more at Family Fair, they give you two free tickets. (laughs) How great is that? Like, what? How do you people make money here? It's all right. Pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, that was my time at the game last night. The Grand Rapids Griffins were there enjoying the game. Uh, I saw my buddy Dog Thompson, the equipment manager, and assistant equipment manager, Charlie Kayser, Bob's son. And uh, and a bunch of the players were there. Tyler Spezia, a couple other players were there, and uh, team doctors were all in this group. And I go, hey, I'm going to single out Charlie Kayser. So I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, celebrities here tonight at the Grand Rapids Gold Game. Charlie Kayser, assistant equipment manager from the Grand Rapids Griffins, is in the house. Charlie, stand up and wave to everybody. He's like, fuck you. Welcome in, Charlie Kayser. All right. Little victories for the Detroit Lions. What do I mean by that? Well, you know, when you're... uh, Whatever their record is, I think they're one win, 11 losses, and a tie. Okay? Now I love them. I don't think I've said a bad thing about them this year. Um, I mean, I've waited this long. I've waited 41 years for any degree of success. What does it matter if we wait longer? That's fine. Um, the big win, the emotional win against the Minnesota Vikings, a walk-off play, that's going to be our shining moment this year. Okay, but there's also a lot of little victories that I think we need to pay attention to. And I know not all of you are Detroit Lions fans, but you know I am. You know that this is important. That win for Oxford High School, I mean, how, how incredible was that? Also, silver lining, they were not 
the first team eliminated from playoff contention. Not the first team eliminated. That would be the Houston Texans. There is a pretty good chance we will get the number one pick in the draft this year. They uh, they had some uh, they had a great pick last year, a great draft actually. Uh, I guess that remains to be seen, but I I really like that uh, young player from Oregon, Penay Sewell, that uh, offensive lineman. He's started to play so much better this year, so that's awesome. He seems like a nice guy too, and also. Um, our coach has not been fired. Yes. It broke last night. Urban Meyer fired as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They, it, it, it came to this enough nonsense. The, uh, star quarterback for that team is not a star yet. He's a great prospect, uh, rookie quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. They basically drafted him from Clemson and gave him the starting job. Not easy to do usually you get the shit beat out of you. And you, you know, I mean, Peyton Manning, his first year wasn't that great. That's kind of what you got going here. So, you know, this guy shows up though, urban Meyer and my God, it has, uh, it has just been a tumultuous period of time since this guy showed up on the scene he started by hiring a guy by the name of chris doyle so urban meyer gets the job and then he hires some dude from the college ranks who had uh he left iowa he hired chris doyle as the director of sports performance so whatever he's teaching him how to train or whatever this guy does that guy I don't know if he wasn't vetted or if Urban Meyer didn't care about him, about what he had done, but there was serious allegations made against that guy, Chris Doyle, that he made racist comments and bullied black players. So that's, you know, whatever. Soon after that was announced, Doyle resigned. Okay, that's a little weird. All right. They've cataloged a list of weirdo shit, circus-like nonsense. Anything but just going out and playing, at least with Dan Campbell. The biggest amount of drama we get is just mistakes. They're, they just don't perform that well yet, okay? We don't have Dan Campbell sticking his hand up sluts' asses at the bar on video. You do not see Dan Campbell doing that. No, all you see is Dan Campbell wearing his heart on his sleeve, offering encouragement to his players, crying after the big victory. I This is great. The Lions are a million times better than the shitty Jacksonville Jaguars because of fuckhead Urban Meyer. The Tim Tebow fiasco, which was a stunt. I mean, come on. The guy sucks so bad. He tried to make him a tight end. Come on, Tim Tebow. Why? I, you know what? I'm really... uh. I marvel at the ego, okay? Um, Tim Tebow, if you've ever heard him speak, is an absolute wizard with his words. He's thoughtful. He's genuine. He's compassionate. He's good. He's excellent. Uh, Speaking in front of people on a camera, I mean, he is fucking great. He's uh, uh, performed at a very high level at the college ranks. 
I never have understood how someone who can be that apparently mentally strong and together can have this glaring ego weakness where he has to try to recapture any type of success athletically. He stinks. He, as soon as he finished college and won the Heisman Trophy, uh, baby Jesus said, okay, I've given you gifts. I've given you gifts. You have a platform. People love you. I am going to take away all of your physical gifts. Now, you don't know how to throw. You don't know how to run. Now, go out and do my will and preach the word because now people will listen to you. But I am taking, remember that scene in the uh, Thor movie when Odin says, I am taking away your power. That is what baby Jesus did to Tim Tebow. He said, you stink now, man. So just go out and use your, your big, beautiful brain and your words. And Tebow says, no, I'm good. And then, you know, he shows up to training camp and he doesn't even know what hand to throw with. He's throwing a football over his head like he's inbounding a soccer ball. Ridiculous. Uh, it was described as the faux competition between Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew for the starting quarterback job. I don't know what the hell that's all about. Uh, the National Football League Players Association saying it would investigate Urban Meyer and general manager Trent Balk after Meyer said vaccination status was one of the things they considered when making final cuts. Well, I actually, if he's, wait a minute here. So was Meyer and general manager Trent Balk saying you need to be vaccinated to play on the team? Because in my opinion, that's a reason to keep him on as coach. That's a, that's actually a good thing but maybe it rubbed the Players Association the wrong way. I mean, you know how I feel about that. Which, by the way, I got to read a text to you before I continue with this story about dumbass Urban Meyer. So, how's your war going with free beer and hot wings? I said, they never acknowledge me. He says, of course not. Their shit don't stink. Uh, then he says something that I'm going to avoid. Hmm. Then I wrote, typically when a person reaches the rock bottom, they don't go ahead and blame people for their problems. That's what's ridiculous about this. This was not a good first step. Freebeer indicated it was. And they will have more problems down the road with him. Tom says, yeah, I agree. I'm playing catch up on your show. Um, and then he says something else that I don't want to go into. Then he says something else that I want to go into. He says, uh, dude, you are so right. That's why I listen to you. You might be psychotic in thinking Nazi Governor Whitmer, killer of nursing home patients, should run for president, but at least you're honest. Well, yeah, she absolutely should. I mean, she absolutely should. She would be a great president. My, she's got my vote. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. How, why did I go down that road? Oh, because I was talking about vaccination status. Meyer caught on video behaving inappropriately with, with a woman who wasn't his wife at his restaurant in Columbus, Ohio. That was so ridiculous. The fact that there's video of him just digging deep that hot chick 
And then he's like, yeah, that was, that was dumb. Yeah, she tried to pull me out on the dance floor. It's like, yeah, yeah, that that that's pulling. Yeah, that's right. You were going out there to fucking do the twist or something like that, you asshole. That's not pulling you out onto the dance floor to boogie woogie at your own club, dick. And then Mrs. Urban Meyer is home watching the grandkids and there's videos circulating around the world of him totally jamming his hand in her asshole. This past week, he got into a shouting match with former Lions receiver Marvin Jones Jr. And then he referred to his assistant coaches as losers. They've been averaging like nine points a game for the past several games. And then Trevor Lawrence said, yeah, um, talked about the drama. He said, if the Jaguar in this article, it says if the Jaguars are going to turn things around and start winning games and competing for the playoffs, the drama that has engulfed the franchise has to stop. That's coming from Trevor Lawrence. So, you know, if the star quarterback or hopefully star quarterback one day says, yeah, we're going to need the drama to stop so we can concentrate on football. So this really young football player is saying this and the only person causing the drama is in fact um, Urban Meyer. He's got to go. So last night they fucking fired his ass. Um, You're always going to have some form of drama. Trevor Lawrence says, I've learned that that's just uh, that the NFL is more drama in general than college, no matter where you're at. I think that a lot of that is ego. Uh, Lawrence said Wednesday, but you're right. There's been a lot to your point. I do think that has to change. And that's something that we need to work on for sure. Translation, get this fucking old fossil off of our team. All right. So you can't always be in the headlines. He follows up. You just got to go play football. That's where we're trying to get. And I have no doubt we'll get there, but for sure it has to change. He should have just said, yeah, I'm here to say that um, Urban Meyer sucks tons of dick and he's terrible. Now, um, just hours after Trevor Lawrence made that comment, but before they fired him, because I went to bed and that story had not broken. It's 10 o'clock at night, 1030 at night. By the time I woke up, um, it was announced that he got fired. But um, right after Lawrence spoke, former kicker Josh Lambeau, I don't know who the fuck he is, he came out and said that at one point, Urban Meyer walked up to him and kicked him in the leg and said, hey, dipshit, make your fucking kicks. And then, uh, actually, he said that and then kicked him in the leg. Lambeau characterized the kick as a 5 out of 10. And then he told the Tampa Bay Times that he said to Meyer, don't you ever fucking kick me again. Boy, that is risky. Some of these kickers are, like, way in shape. They're big, gigantic men. I mean, you're looking at somebody who, yeah, he's a kicker, but he can kick it, like, forever. Uh, Lambeau said, Meyer told him, I'm the head football coach. I'll kick you whenever the fuck I want. Oh my God. Now I could see this. If this was 1975, you could, you could get away with that. You know, 
say and do something terrible like that. Yeah, fuck you, you know, and then just beat the shit out of the kicker. But uh, nowadays, you can't really get away with that. I'm surprised Meyer didn't get the shit kicked out of him. You know, kickers are just hired guns anyway. Now, this guy, uh, Josh Lambeau, at times has been a terrific kicker, but for at one point in uh, this uh, scenario with his uh, time at uh, in in uh, with the Jaguars, he got the yips. He started missing uh, missing kicks, and then whatever, you know, that happens. It happens all the time. <laughs> Fucking Meyer goes up to him and kicks the shit out of him, and says, "Hey, dipshit, make your fo- what? Who? It sounds like something I would do." Oh my god. Uh, Meyer says, no way. Uh, Meyer's agent provided the Tampa Bay Times a statement in which the coach said Lambo's characterization of me in this incident is completely inaccurate and there are eyewitnesses to refute his account. And, you know, I want to believe the kicker, but in all fairness, um, you know, sometimes, like I used to, like, for, do you remember the time when Ben published his Unabomber uh, manifesto about me. Yeah, that, that was a horrible mischaracterization, okay? I, I, I disputed and still do uh, what he wrote, and he's aware of that. I've told him that. But sometimes when you say things, it can be taken, you know, more harsh than other times, you know? Um, I've had that happen to me all the time. I am the guy who, when I say something, it always is taken poorly. And that's more of a me problem. However, I never intend it to be as terrible as it's received. It just comes out that way. You know, if you're constantly like uh, used to doing things a certain way, that's how it goes. That's why I'm not good in the workplace. That's why, that's why I'm here right now. Because I don't like to mince words. I just come out and say, hey, can you fucking knock it off? You know, and I'll say it like that. And then nowadays people go, oh, oh, God. oh fucking shit. I get that with audience members. I've had that happen with audience members. Why do you think I, every other month, I have a, a, a I'm at war with another member of the audience? It's like that. And that's the way it is. Huh. All right, so Urban Meyer is out. That is fantastic. The guy's an asshole. Fuck Urban Meyer. You know? Um, yeah, occasionally you hear about these coaches they're getting a, a shit storm of trouble, and then will they ever make it back, or is this the end of the ride? You know, you remember Mike Babcock? Uh, for the uh, he won a Stanley Cup with the Red Wings, and he went on to uh, Toronto. And they're like, oh, my God, this is going to be great. And everybody hated the fucking guy. Pack your shit. Get out. Mike Commodore hated him. Uh, former player. Oh, my God. And, and he hasn't been heard from since. So he's been rumored. This is what you do. If something bad like this happens, like Urban Meyer, and uh, in that case, Mike Babcock, don't be heard of. That's the only possible way you will be able to ever land on your feet years later. Okay? As soon as you get labeled a bully. You're screwed, okay? You got to, there's a good chance you're never going to come back. You just lay low, okay? And then hopefully they'll forget about you. 
and then they'll hire you back and then you go back to bullying them. That's what you do. Your first day in, you kick the kicker, you call somebody an asshole, and then that's it. That's that's how you keep earning money if you're a coach who should, bullies people around. Okay. So we have a little bit of a combination of Urban Meyer's an asshole and the world is pretty soft. That's kind of what I think you have there. And if you start to be an asshole to these players, since they are so soft, they're not going to respect you. It's all about respect, especially giant ego, millionaire athletes. That's kind of the way it is. Uh, Zane knows a thing or two about being labeled a bully. Ask Joe, says Kabooby69. Um, sometimes you need to over-embellish things to get a point across. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't work these days. I've talked to my friends uh, that have uh, come and gone uh, from the Grand Rapids Griffins, and I've, I've actually had the conversation. I go, okay, so how do coaches coach? Because when I played sports, you had a drunk guy on the sidelines screaming at the players, saying terrible things. And um, the conversations I've had say, yeah, that just doesn't really happen anymore. I think that we're in a spot where, uh, you know, nowadays if you do that, the player is liable to rebel or throw himself off a bridge. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, he is looking for a makeup performance. Uh, Kyle from Dumpster Divers is scheduled to join us very soon. So I'm supposed to check in with him momentarily. Stand by for that. But first, the open of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Before I get to that, don't forget about me on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you're a fan of the show and you're like, man, this is great. I'm really enjoying the free podcast. How about more podcasting? Okay. How about we spend time together on Patreon? Uh, no ads. It's powered strictly by your dollars and cents. Thank you so much. If you've contributed in the past or uh, continue to do so. Uh, yeah. More podcasting each and every day. And that is how that is the, the very first thing. The first cog in keeping this podcast afloat. It's behind a paywall. It makes this household money, which keeps me here in this chair. If you would consider contributing to my Patreon. Okay. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. You get something for it. For five bucks a month. You get my entire audio archive and everything new, and I publish stuff Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday, on my Patreon. The bonus podcast, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, the Insane Asylum, where I'm playing DJ on Northern Michigan's Q100. You get that before it airs, commercial-free. The Lost Zane Recordings, all there on my Patreon. And you're helping the show grow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ten bucks a month gets you all the audio, all the video, and the live streams. You join me on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast and the Zoom audience. You can convert a monthly into a yearly. Pay it all at once, and I'll save you 10%. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being on board with the Patreon. 
All right. Before we get to Kyle, the open of the show. Brought to you by Frank the Tank Fuss at My Policy Shop Insurance. I always want to, uh, when I hear people talking about insurance, either life or home or Medicare or Obamacare or employer-paid insurance, which is usually garbage insurance, or supplemental policies or whatever, estate planning, um, I always want to jump in and say, I have someone that can take care of everything for you that you need, Okay. He's a wizard. He's a bit of an odd duck because he gets really pumped up about something really mundane and boring, insurance. But he's the best, and it costs you nothing to have his expertise. I love this so much. My Policy Shop Insurance, that is Frank's company. He is a licensed independent insurance broker slash agent. He works for you. You have all the power. 616-914-4070. Call or text 616-914-4070. And quite literally, all you need to write is, Zane sent me. I need your help. That is it. Zane sent me. Zane sent me. I need your help. Seven words. Write that. He will lead you to the promised land of insurance glory. I love the idea of you not being a sitting duck with your garbage workplace insurance. Every year, your employer says, okay, it's open enrollment, and your deductible is going up a little bit, and your copay is going up a little bit, and uh, yeah, out-of-pocket expense is going up a little bit because... You know, uh, we're using the pandemic as an excuse to be cheap fucks, even though we are an international multi-billion dollar corporation. Uh, we just can't afford it. So, uh, yeah, plus you're going to pay a little bit more for your premiums. So, uh, yeah, there, there's that. And so you're getting this shithole insurance from your dick boss. Um, that stinks. So to avoid that massive 20% charge... On your surgery to uh, for your knee replacement, which is going to put you in the red, buy a very inexpensive supplemental insurance policy from the tank. Okay? 616-914-4070. Think about it. Blue Frost IT is the technical support for this show. If you need a managed IT service provider for your small or medium-sized business, this is who you call upon. If you have a business and you're like, yeah, what is going to happen if something bad happens to my tech? What am I going to do? Unplug all of this and take it to Best Buy? What? Have some stranger who I don't know wander into my home? That sounds terrible. Why don't you have an employee, essentially, that's what a managed IT service provider is. Essentially, you, quote, got a guy in your back pocket. Alan, uh, some dummy just clicked on a bad link, and we have an issue here. Help us. He remotes in, fixes it. It's that quick. He can't fix it via remote. He drives to where you are and fixes it. It's that simple. Call or text 616-285-50, blufrostit.com. CPL training comes up in January. 
Prince Arming. Steve Prince is holding class again. If you are in West Michigan, this is where you need to go for CPL training. You don't even need to own a gun. And that happens from time to time where someone comes in and says, well, Eric Zane sent me and I want to carry a pistol concealed, but I don't know shit about guns. I've never shot a gun. I don't own a gun. What do I do? You're looking up at him because he's nine foot tall. And then he says, sit down, sit down right there. We're getting ready to start the class. Uh, January 15th is a Saturday. You'll be there bright and early 8 a.m. in Holland, Michigan. Cup of coffee in your hand, some snacks there. Steve is going to say, how many people here are listening to Eric's intro podcast? No one raises their hand. You're all lying. I know you all are. And then he teaches you for eight hours. You're going to talk to a lawyer who's going to give you the basics about your uh, rights. And uh, then you're going to get some range time. You're going to practice with different styles of guns, different uh, calibers of guns. And you're going, I like this 38. This thing is perfect. Or I like this nine millimeter. Oh, this 40 cal is just fantastic. This beautiful uh, uh, Israeli made desert eagle with steel core tracers is, is absolutely fantastic. This giant desert eagle cannon. Kablamo! Can you imagine trying to conceal a desert eagle? It's sticking out like, like uh, Crank's big dick. My God. January 15th is the next class. Call or text Steve today about that class. 616-204-1705. Okay. Getting my ducks in a row here. You hear them. Now you see them. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Eric fucking Zane. What's going on, dude? It's going, man. Hey, you back up like a foot and a half. I know. Every time. Every time. Boom. And then aim your camera down a little. Down? Yeah. All right. Now back up one foot. One foot? Yeah. I'm, I'll, go, I'll go six inches top. Okay, good. I always have to do that, and I don't know what why that is. I think that's a that's an Eric problem. I don't think that's a Kyle problem. Um, can you still hear me good? Because I'm like far away from the mic now. It sounds fine. It sounds fine. Hey, did you get that? Did you get that? Uh, I sent you that piece of equipment that you need. What you did? I did. I did. What you like? You mailed it? No, no, no. I sent you a link. You got to buy it. It's like a. Oh. Okay. Yeah, actually, I, I had sent you a text about that. Yeah, I wasn't sure if... I got all confused because first we were talking about this one thing that you sent me a picture of. Then you sent me that, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. Okay, well, what, what you basically need is a is um, a mixer in order to send sound appropriately. I wish it were as simple as just taking a mic and plugging it into the computer, but... It's a little. I have a microphone for you. I could give you a microphone, but so okay. So the one because originally you were telling me about like you were showing me a soundboard. You're like, I just got to find a cord. That one's out. You're saying if you if I if you borrowed that, you would need to buy a preamp, and a preamp is about the same cost as a as a as a mixing board that has everything all contained. 
Okay. Okay. So yeah, just buy that one and then plug the mic into it. I'm re- good because I'm ready to go, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back. I know you were very disappointed with your performance last week, even though I thought it was fine. I made fun of you, but you are your own worst critic, Kyle. Yeah. Well, see what happens is um, I get paranoid because sometimes it happens every once in a while. Sometimes Jameson's just up a lot. And my energy level hits, you know, like that cruise point of your energy level where if you go below the energy level, then you become loopy and you're hilarious because you're too tired. But if you're right at that point, then you're just a piece of junk. And that's how I felt like I was like, oh, I was all out of my energy. And then, um, yep. yeah, then, yeah, I think I think you could tell and you're like, all right, let's fucking let's end this thing. dude. <laughs> well, I, I was like, uh, you I'm know, fucked. I'll be the first one to admit that I mean is doing this day in and day out. Um, hang on a second here. No, uh, sorry, I was I was distracted by something. Uh, day in and day out, there have been moments where I feel fatigued and everything is just nutty, and I'm like, oh my god, everything I'm saying is the worst thing that has ever been said into a microphone, and then I actually get like. Okay, well, uh, I I almost have an an anxiety attack. No one notices. And then the show ends, and I'm like, oh, thank God that's over. And then I go back and I listen to it. It's like, well, it wasn't that bad at all. I'm just, I get in my own head that something's wrong. And I, you know what is the, and I I think this, this all goes back to what you were saying. The most, uh, the the best way to be prepared is, is rest. If I show up here after sleeping a solid amount of time, I could have nothing really to talk about and I could still could feel comfortable that what I did was listenable because I rested and your you know your brain operates in a in a in a in a more uh efficient fashion. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, and last week it was just I was just it was trash TV brought to you by Kyle Tiller. <laughs> hey, are you still doing videos on Facebook to your audience? Here's the thing. I slowed down drastically. Um, and the reason for that, well, first of all, look at, look at Aram there, dude, saying that it was your fault that I, I fucked up last week. I oh like yeah. That. Yeah. Aram says Eric wasn't prepared with something to say about apple cider vinegar and it's not Kyle's fault. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Um, wait, fuck. What did you just ask me? Uh, wait a minute. We were talking. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I forget shit. Can someone in the audience, what the fuck were we talking about? You see, wait, sleep levels, sleep levels was one. Wait, what the fuck? I was, I was, I started to answer the question and then I, oh, videos, videos, videos on Facebook, my Facebook videos. So I slowed down drastically. And the reason for that is, um, parenthood mostly like, like what we were just talking about is like now my brain, like before when I was making all those videos and they were fucking awesome and I mean, I mean, critics were coming in from newspapers across the world. Just sure. Going, this, these are the greatest videos I've seen. Right. Um, the reason the reason I, they were so good is because I had like my brain was always like, all right, think of something fucking funny to make a video about. Now, like I keep thinking about parent stuff. You know what I mean? Like I'm still within the first year. So like I need to develop my brain to be like, stop. Yep. Like, right now, like my brain is it's it's too um, new to dad dadness. That like I I'm being a dad too hard most of the time, so like I can't think of a lot of funny stuff. What is the age of the child again? 
10 months. Okay. Um, have, I don't know if you would have this happen at an age yet. Have you gone, uh, do you guys go to public places a lot? Yeah. Well, no, um, not with Jameson. We're, we are, well, point. Yeah. Some, I don't really know how to say this without sounding like a dick. <laughs> you, sound, blue, you, sound, but, you sound like you just had a stroke. You would, ah, uh, ah, uh. I know half of my face. Anyways, what I'm saying is blue is she's a mom. So she is, has mom abilities, right? So she's very, very, she's very paranoid about going out in public right now. Yeah. Um, no, that's the, uh, Hey, you know, that's, uh, that, that's, that's kind of what I was getting at. And that is good because we weren't, and we would go out and, you know, Jim was three and a half and Jacqueline was one and a half. And there was one moment in particular, we were at a mall in Tennessee. Okay. And Jacqueline had a horrible meltdown, the type of meltdown where we're in the store and we're holding her hand and her, she, she, uh, she throws herself on the ground. So we're holding her up by her arm. So she's laying on the yeah. ground and we're, and, and she's doing, and she's, it's actually almost dragging. So you have two options. You can either let her lay on the ground, three options, pick her up where she's kicking her feet and going to kick you in the balls or drag her through the store. Okay. It's bad. She's screaming like, like, like incredible scream. And oh boy. Now I, I'm a hothead. But I was more of a hothead when I was 29, 30. Some lady walks by. <laughs> and the lady does not ignore us. She goes, Jesus. Now. Oh, yeah. You, you flipped out, huh? You might as well tell me to go fuck myself. If you say. <laughs> if you say anything in that tone. You could say. Uh, cookies and milk. And if you say it with that tone, cookies and milk, I'm going to kill you. Okay. Yeah. But she goes, Jesus. And I go, yeah, hey, fuck you, you fucking whore. Yeah, it was terrible, man. Oh, my God. I got a three and a half year old, a one and a half year old. My wife is is going, oh, no, we're out in front of fucking Coles and I'm telling some chick to go fuck herself with a screaming kid. Oh, God. Oh, the memories, the memories, Kyle. Jesus. That's crazy, too, because on, on average, people in Tennessee are pretty fucking nice. So, like, you, yeah, you got, like, a bad lady, right? Well. So then you react to the lady. But the rest of Tennessee, like, probably the rest of the people around you were like, hi, what's going on? That doesn't make no sense. This is true, but I have a tendency to bring out the worst in people. I, for some again, this is all why it's very, very, it's crush, as you would say, Kyle. Uh, it's it, it's crucial for me to not be around people in a workplace environment. So I get that. I, that that's, I mean, that's why there's only two of us here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. This is the time of year when you normally don't like deliver dumpsters, right? Yeah. We're, we're a little slower on the dumpsters right now, which here, here's one thing I can say. Um, nobody's calling us to get these gift cards that I keep talking about. You know what I mean? Describe it again, please. Um, oh shoot. My Eric Zane show part failed. Okay. Here we go. I'm back. I, you could hear me the whole time. So that's yeah, I could hear you. I could hear you. Cards, baby. 
I keep, I'm trying to, I'm basically trying to create like a massive American movement, right? Where instead of buying people stupid crap that they're either going to hate or they'll use for a little bit, um, get somebody a fucking gift card, dude, for a dumpster. I know, I know some of you people, like maybe, you know, you're going over to your brother's house, your sister's house or somebody's house and you're like, I don't know, dude, this place fucking sucks. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's, a, it's also passive aggressive. It lets them know. They're a slob and a pack rat and a hoarder and uh, they need to clean their shit up. I love that. I have done, I have gotten two dumpsters and I'm already planning a third visit. I have thrown out so much shit. Have you picked any of my shit that I've thrown away yet? Uh, no. Nothing? No, no not yet. Um, here's the thing though. Um, we're going to try to, we're going to see how this next year goes. We're going to try to open up a little store. Like, well, we need an office, right, for sure. But um, we're going to try to open up a little store and have, like, a like a tiny little storefront where we can resell crap. Um, so then my picking the, – the dumpster diving abilities will increase. Yeah, I mean, that – yeah, so you're basically selling low-cost stuff uh, to those that need it that you just pick right out of the dumpster. Yeah, yeah, so, why not? So you could – is it uh, – would it be a completely different name or have you not gotten that far yet? Oh no! It, was, it, it would still be called dumpster diver. The dumpster diver's store. Yeah, shit. Like that. Shit, we've picked out of a dumpster. Stevie dumpster writes. Then we can call it DDS, and we can be fucking dentists. Sure. Let's call it cross <laughs> uh, Let's see. Uh, you're you're getting some criticism, Stevie, who is Uh-oh. is uh, is always very loose with the lips. She always says something sideways. She writes gross. Uh, this person, I wake six one six, says, "Here's some shit from other people's shit. Hire us to throw away your shit." That seems very critical, doesn't it, Kyle? Um, yeah. Well, no, that's that seems. I'd say that's uh that's satire, and I like satire. Well, at the end of the day, people throw away good stuff all the time. Okay, they just want it out of their house. You know? Oh yeah. Like yeah, a lot of time. Yeah, a lot of times. Now sometimes yeah, we get some dumpsters and like I mentioned before, it's it's fucking gross. You know what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of old people haven't cleaned for like thirty to forty years, and then their kids will help them clean out their house. Yeah. Um. That stuff. That stuff's gross. Um. And then like when people pour like all their food and crap. Right. Right. That's gross. That that's awful. Sometimes a dumpster of like someone's basement, and it's there's some stuff in there. Right. 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 Uh, now, you also need to know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but you see that one guy, Dean Root. Can you actually see Dean Root there? Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. He has been labeled a sexual predator on this show. Sick fuck Dean <laughs> is what he's known as. Here's the dynamic. And he, he always tries to talk his way out of it by like saying, oh, no, no, that's not what I meant. Referring to Stevie calling you or what the garbage picking gross. I said, Stevie's known to have loose lips, and she says, gross. Dean writes, which lips? <laughs> of course. Of course you write that. What an, what an idiot. Stevie. That's classic. Yeah. Dean. Yeah, Stevie, I'm sorry about that. Um, you know, seriously. Really, really bad. All right, Kyle, uh, there's got to be something on your mind that you wanted to share with us. What's at the top of your list today? I got some stuff, dude, and that, that was one thing I was gonna say. I, the funny thing was when I was listening, I had more stuff last week too, but um, 
I realized that the way I responded to the apple cider vinegar thing sounded like I had nothing else to talk about. And so that's what I'm saying. I just fucked up all last week, dude. But you got to have an off week to have hey, a good week. Hey, absolutely, man. There, not every show, not every time you're near a microphone is going to be a hit. I, uh, I, I, I live that every single day. You know? Yeah. Um, here's, okay, so I'm going to tell you one tiny little story, and it's very tiny but hilarious. And then I got to talk about something in uh, the world today, baby. Okay. Um. So the funny, I, Amelia reminded me of this story um, before last week, which is all I want to tell it. Um, you know how um, sometimes you're cruising down the highway and you see like uh, the criminals cleaning up the side of the highway? Correct. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> so anyway, I just want to say this one time me and Amelia were cruising down the road and we see people in like the little i mean they look like criminals basically and they're, they're cleaning up the side of the highway and whatnot and me and me you know, we always joke around in the truck together and uh anyways he goes uh, let me oh, let me yeah let me let me interrupt i uh, you you said they look like criminals i i i what the hell's going on there you mean like, like yeah, i'm not talking about i'm not talking about like their faces or anything just like the get up that they were wearing was criminally and it was criminal. There was criminality about that. <laughs> you could is, you could see the desperation. Yeah, yeah, I could see I could see choices made in the past for sure. Okay, yeah, I, you know that's fine because I see that all the time. I see that all the time. the The people that clean up the arena at the hockey at the hockey arena, they're usually people that are down on their luck, and you can always just smell the desperation. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're cruising on the highway. And um, we, we look over, I see people cleaning the highway and I see like, here's a part of the reason is what they're dressed in. The other part of the reason is the vehicle that they came in, right? Like the criminals come in like a certain type of van, if you ask me. Yeah, right? that's true. So I see that van sitting over there and it, I mean, it's on the highway, so this happens very fast. But like, I see the people, I see the van in the distance and I, and I got, we're just joking around, so I go, fucking criminals like i just like said it like you know small little joke yeah anyway we get a little bit further up like right next to the van turns out it's a church group <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a, one of those adopt the highway things right yeah oh absolutely so like here i am just like and i mean i was joking anyways i'm like fucking criminals i'm gonna get up there like it's just like all these people just like yeah we're doing this for free <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> excuse so anyways, me that was hilarious. Um, and I just felt, I felt the need to tell you guys about that. Um, then this other thing that I want to talk to you about is what's happening. In the, so here's what happened, right? A couple weeks back, maybe two weeks back, I was reading, I'm cruising on the internet, just doing my thing. And I read, you know, whenever I see, I like, I like fantasy type crap if it just intrigues me, right? So I saw this thing that said time traveler, blah 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 from the future came back and said that in like th right now he was like yeah on the 20th of december it, he said eight people will get superpowers um based off of like activity from the sun like energy is going to be coming off the sun and it's going to give eight people superpowers and then on christmas like something will happen that'll change the world forever so anyways i read it just to entertain myself and then i go yeah, yeah, fucking right, dude. I mean, none of it never comes true. Like, whatever. So I'm like, fuck it, time traveler. He's fake and no big deal, right? But then 
um, I read like a couple of days back, NASA uh, released an article. It was like, hey, like there's a solar flare, like there's some shit coming from the sun right now. And so like, then I'm like, oh fuck, dude, that's pretty weird. You know what I mean? Like circumstance, whatever. Now, I mean, like it's, it, it, it's like a coincidence. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, right? But now it's here it is 70 degrees in fucking December and we're getting damn close to the 20th, dude. So I'm like, I'm just sitting over here going like this, right? I'm just sitting over here. I got my fingers crossed and I'm ready to party, dude. I'm like, hopefully it's me. If this happens, I want to be one of the guys that gets superpowers. Cause I'm ready to fly, dude. Yeah. I, you know, you and I are cut from the same cloth. I've uh, talked <laughs> about it in the past many times about, you know, why not? Why not me? Why can't I be the one to develop my giant man powers and punch aliens? You know, I mean, yeah, dude, I know. Like, it's just, I, I told Emilio on the 20th, dude, I'm going to come into work and I'm going to be like putting like my hand out, like, and like trying to like fucking move some shit, dude. Like maybe, maybe that's how it'll come out. I don't know. But my secret, of course, of course, me and Emilio talked about it. If I'm selfish, my superpower would be to fly because I don't know. I just, I would just love to fucking fly, dude. But if I'm useful or if I'm trying to like have good ability, I mean, then it's got to be invisibility because then you can do whatever you want. But selfish, I would be flying for sure. Okay. Well, how, how would, yeah, so that wouldn't really help humanity. Me flying? Absolutely yeah. not. It would just, be, it would just be cool for me. I would, yeah, I, 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 I think the same thing. So let me get this straight. Uh, you read something about eight people getting superpowers. Then you read solar flares and then it's warm out and we're getting close to December 20. Thus you're keeping your fingers crossed that you will get superpowers. Got it. Yeah, I did. I, did. I don't know. I'm just like, like I said, like, you know, you read that, that time traveler crap and you're like, whatever, dude, like no big deal. But then that's what I'm saying. When NASA was like, this shit's coming, dude. I mean, I'm paraphrasing. That's not what their press release said, but they're essentially like this shit's coming, dude. And so, yeah, I'm like, if this, if something does happen, um, daddy wants, daddy wants some superpowers. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Well, that is, uh, that's very interesting, Kyle. It's, uh, it's, your your mind works in mysterious ways, and I think that there's something that affects it. <laughs> oh yeah, and maybe it's, maybe it's the solar flares, dude. Maybe I'm getting like like ramped up right now. Okay, you know I mean, like yeah, maybe it's possible though, because that's what me and Miller were joking about it. He was like, he's like, well, he's like, why would you just choose flying then? Like, why wouldn't flying be your, if that's what you want? And I'm like, well, because here's the thing: if I'm invisible, I can just fucking go into a bank take some cash. Nobody, you know what I mean? Like then I can get my money. I can, I can fucking go into the white house. I can do whatever some I want. Real, cool. Some real selfish vibes coming out of you here. Is there a real, right. yeah. yeah. But I'm like, but if I can fly, I'm like, the only way I can make money off of that is if like, I'm like a circus act. You know what I mean? I'm like, you guys right. want to fucking, you guys right. want to see me fly? Like, there's, yeah. there's, you know, I mean, it's just not a good way to make money off that. But invisibility, I'm robbing, I'm robbing people, dude. I'm robbing banks. I'm rob, I'm fine. I'm going into rich. I'm finding Bill Gates and I'm taking something, dude. Kyle, none of this surprises me. It doesn't surprise me at all <laughs> that you that you that you thought about these things. Uh, this is a. Did you ever have these conversations with your parents when you were young? You know, the, all these imponderables. My son used to do that all the time. Did you ever corner your parents and say, "Hey," and then they're like, "Oh." fuck here he goes again 
Yeah, dude. That's what I think about that all the time, to be honest with you, because when I think about raising Jameson, because I used I mean, obviously I was a kid. So like my, my mind was weirder than it is now. Yeah. And like my dad is, is like very realistic. So like he would always be like, like, what the fuck are you talking? He wouldn't, he wouldn't say like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, for instance, and I might have told you about this before. So I apologize. if I No, did, it's OK. For instance, when I was younger, I was like, I got an idea, dad. I'm like, what if we invent a company like we make a company that gets the grass to stop growing? You know what I mean? Like, because because I. Cause it was at the age when my dad was making me start to mow the lawn. So I was like, fuck this. I don't want to do it no more. So I'm like, what if we had a company where you get the grass to stop growing, but it stayed green. Right. And my dad, like, this is how my dad works. He goes, well, if you did that, he was like, you'd get bought out by the lawnmower companies because you put them out of business. And then I go, what about this dad? I'm like, then what if we just invent a company where we invent products that other companies would buy us out because it would destroy their companies. Right. And he was like, what are you talking about? dude?" Right. So then it made me like a little more. Another example is um, when I was a kid, I really wanted to have virtual reality, but it was the 90s. Um, and I was like, what if we did this? I'm like, what if we had you could have a headset and you could have like a like a pad that you stand on that moves in all directions. And then, you know, you could play like Madden, you could play like football and stuff. And you could just be in your living room and you wouldn't be moving anywhere. But you, and my dad's like, impossible. Like, you can't do it. That doesn't make any sense. Then we fucking saw Ready Player One, that movie that came out a couple years back, where that's exactly what the fuck they were doing. Uh-huh. Like, so anyways, I think about that when in terms of raising Jameson, because I'm like, all right, if he comes up with a crazy ass idea that I don't think is possible... Do I tell that to him to make him more realistic and kind of like ground him more? Or do I go, I like that fucking idea and then let his brain keep going with it. And then maybe he makes us all millionaires because he comes up. uh, Okay. I I think we need to back up. First of all, um, when you describe the scenario of what you put your father through, I would say at that point, your dad was at a crossroads 50, 50, uh, 50, 50, one, leave you alone to be on Wood TV 8 for murdering his family uh, <laughs> because I would have considered that. Uh, and then the other thing is, um, since, you know, you put him through that, he is hoping and praying that Jameson is the same type of uh, young person as you were, but you probably would not react the way most normal people would with slaughtering their family. Uh, you will probably engage him and then together you will become like a think tank, you know, of just amazing creative ideas. So I suggest going with it. I know my son used to do what you used to do and I tell him to fuck off. So, uh, you know, dad, what if my arm was a bazooka? He used to do that. Dad, what if my arm was a bazooka? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Oh my God. Oh shit. So, uh, I, know. So I think about that stuff. Cause I'm like, I'm like, yeah. If my dad was just like, yeah, it's a pretty good idea. Like maybe, you know, maybe schematically I would have came up with this. I also got this other idea, um, where, and actually one of my ex-girlfriends, her dad worked for GM and like, you know, it was like pretty high up and like all that stuff. So I go, when we were drinking beers one time, I'm like, I'm like, think about this. Right. Dude. Like, what if, like, in the cars, we just make the computers bigger, right? Like, the computers are more powerful, 
and have more control of the car rather than just telling you what's going on. Like they, it actually has control of things, right? I'm like, then you can get rid of parts that you don't need. I'm like, think about this. Think about a car that instead of you having brakes that like, you know, you press the brakes and the brakes squeeze down and they slow the tires down. I go, what if the tires were just connected to the computer and however fast you're going, you know, you know, say you're going 45 miles per hour and whatever gear you're in, there's going to be a certain RPM that's going in your engine. I'm like, what if the, the computer could just calculate how many RPMs you're going? And then when you hit the brake, it's just going to like reverse, like not reverse the wheels because then you spin out. But I mean, like it's going to basically slow down the RPMs on the engine by itself. So it can slow the tires down to zero by how hard you're pressing on the, the I mean, there's still going to be a brake pedal because that's how humans are. You need, you need the brake pedal. Well, yeah, I, and, I'm like, and I'm like, we can get rid of brakes. You know what I mean? You don't need, you never need to fix your brakes because the computer would just tell the car, you could get rid of a bunch of different parts that way. And of course he was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like how, how would the car, you know what I mean? And I'm like, anyways, now, like when I'm starting to understand about electric cars and stuff that like, you know, Tesla's making and stuff, they like reduce the drivetrain on the car, you know, some, something like from like 2000 parts, like little parts and bolts and stuff like that down to like 20 something. So I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, dude, like I got these ideas and I just don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 I think anybody who does come up with stuff like that, I've always loved that. And I don't, you know. You know, it's up to it's up to the next person to take the idea and build upon it. But I, I'm not smart enough to look you in the face and say, you're a stupid shit. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, I would never, ever dream of doing that. We're getting a mixed bag of thoughts about what to do with the uh, with the young person who is uh, presenting these types of things. Uh, Kent dropped the E out of you, says, let him dream, man. Let him invent shit. Uh, Jesse says a lot of tech startups, their sole goal is to be bought by a giant corporation and cash out. Brady says squash that right away. Uh, Adam says never tell them you can be or do anything. No, no, they can't. Uh, keep their feet on the ground. Corey writes. <laughs> Marcy says if you believe in yourself, you can do anything. And never tell your kids they're special because no one else believes that. <laughs> well that's a hundred that's a hundred percent true i i i'm not into pa parenting jameson in such a way that like he thinks he's hot shit i'll be like dude i mean you can have a good childhood we can all be happy and stuff but you're not you know you're not any better than anybody else Corey says son you need to know that i love you but you also need to understand that no one else gives a fuck about you <laughs> <laughs> i know i love these comments right now um yeah, I can tell that I've blown some people's mind with this breaks idea. Jesse Codes is not, yeah. not getting it. He writes, okay. Jesse writes, I love that Kyle's explaining shit that already exists. It's called an engine break. It sounds like he knows. I know, what what the, yeah. I know what an engine break is. And number one, you're not allowed to do it at a lot of intersections, LOL. By the, those signs you see, I'm just fucking around. But it's not the same thing, dude. It's not the same. Why? It's, Why is that? It's a different concept. Is that and and how come is it is that just what you're picturing is not because a, it, I don't even know what the fucking engine brake does I have no idea but he seems to think that what you described is an engine brake. So yeah, an engine brake is I mean it's if you have like a manual 
like a manual transmission and like instead of braking you can just like downshift and like let off the clutch you know what i mean and slow yourself down that way which yes it does work but what i'm talking about new age shit here i'm talking about going from horse and buggy to a car i'm talking about like that type of jump i'm talking about amish people like this is the type of shit like when you tell amish people about cars Back in the day, they were like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about, dude. Like, the horse buggy works good. Like, you know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about, baby. Uh, I can't see it's, it. It's a, con- it's a concept what, that involves the computer slowing down the axles at the exact rate of speed you need it to. Uh, By- Scott, Scom, I think I'm saying that right. 1999. No, you sound like a moron. You can't get rid of brakes. Computer driven or not, something needs to stop the car. <laughs> You're getting a real harsh rebuke from audience members about eliminating brakes on vehicles, Kyle. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, uh, I mean, how about this? For next time, I'll draw up how I see it in my mind. I'll put it on some papes. I'll draw out like, uh, you know, like figure one, figure one A, figure 1B, shit like that. And I'll show, I'll show you guys what I'm talking about. Well, yes, I, I get. Here's, here's, a, here's what it sounds like to me when people say, "Yeah, you need brakes to stop the cars." And to me, it sounds like, "Yeah, oh, we need the government to take money from us that they didn't." You know what I mean? Like that's what it sounds like. It sounds like if you're just stuck in like the way that the world is, then you, you can you can never advance. You know what I mean? What um, I guess my question is. What's wrong with the brakes we have? Why why do you want to eliminate brakes on cars? Well, because um, number one, the, I mean, number one, obviously, brakes can fail for sure. But the real reason is those fucking things are expensive, dude. <laughs> and you got you got to get them fixed every once in a while. You know what I mean? So it's like get rid of get rid yeah. of that, dude. But I'm sick, I'm sick of paying for it. Yeah, but what if uh, over the life of a dumpster diver's vehicle, uh, you would spend a total of Three thousand dollars in the life of the vehicle on brake pads or brakes. Let's let's even say five thousand dollars on the life of the. Uh, I don't even know if that's conservative or a uh, generous estimate, but yeah, I mean, it depends. It depends really because I mean you got like your old ladies that don't even know you're supposed to change the brakes, and you get like some of the or you got to replace the rotors, the calipers, and everything because they. Like, I, I didn't even realize, you know what I mean? So it would definitely save old ladies probably about 30,000 bucks. Um, but yeah, it just, it just a lot of, even if I could save 5,000 bucks, I just spit a little bit. All right. That's all right. Hey, okay. Let me see if, <laughs> let me see if I can, I can describe maybe this, what I'm describing to you off the top of my head will fit as to what you, what your idea is in your brain. Okay. Could it, it could what you're describing, like maybe, I don't know, close off the exhaust ports and they would like force the pistons to slow down, reducing the RPMs and forcing the engine to slow the transmission? That is engine braking. Oh, I was trying to get you because that's what Nick wrote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. That would have been great if you said, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's exactly it. And then, you know. All right. Yeah, same thing. Tires too. Yeah, you're right. I mean, tires with foam in it, and there's that that technology exists already too. I'm just saying, there's a lot of things that won't happen with cars or vehicles, if you ask me, because the the companies have already figured out how they're going to make their money, and they don't want to change it. But yeah, I mean, brakes. Are, if, even if you could save five thousand bucks 
on brakes, and you're like, I mean, that's a that's a pretty good vacation right there. Wait, but what if the vehicle costs five thousand dollars more? It's at the end of the day, it's a, it's a, you're netting zero. No, think about it, dude. Because think about, I mean, yeah, the technology would take some time probably to, to catch up. But think about this. I mean, when I went, when I was gonna go to college, I had to buy a laptop for like a thousand bucks. Now they're like what, like one ninety nine, two ninety nine. So I, yeah, I think I think they could make computers, especially with. I mean, there's quantum computing out there now. I don't know if you you've read up on no, that. No, no, you're 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 definitely smarter than I am. <laughs> but I'm just saying, there's there's computers that can do it, baby. All right, so we will revisit the, uh, hey, let's eliminate brakes on cars uh, for another time. Yep, I'm going to draw it up, baby. And I, I saw someone said he's going to draw it on napkins that he found in a dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> no, I won't do that. I'll put, I'll put it on paper. College rule. Final thoughts, Kyle, from Dumpster Divers. Um, yeah, just uh, we're slowing down a little bit, guys. So feel free to... Um, get a dumpster from us or I'm telling you, we want to do some more demos, dude. Stefan Hyde said we did a really good job. Look, he sent us, he sent us this little note right here too. Yeah. 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 He's very, very sweet. You guys are the best. And so we just want to do some demo guys. Yeah. uh, Ripping out uh, whatever drywall or or, uh, helping with a construction job is, uh, is key. And also the gift of uh, uh, dumpster divers, gift certificates. The, the ultimate passive-aggressive gift for that special someone on your Christmas list. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, it's a it's a great gift. Okay. Have a good one. Go Lions. Uh, Urban Meyer got fired. That's crazy shit. And uh, did you hear about oh, that? He? Yeah, he got fired oh, last time. night. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he was, I think he was, yeah, he, he was on his deathbed ever since he was dancing with that one oh, chick. Oh, God. Was, well, he wasn't just dancing. Oh, no, man. Oh, Jesus. That was horrible. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you very soon. All right. See you guys. There you go. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. Some real uh, 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 harsh responses to the say no to brakes on cars. Uh, Mike says, buy my gift certs for dumpies. He said "crush" more than once. Referring to paper, he said papes. Uh, God, I can't. My vision is failing. Scom 1999 says, I always feel dumber after that section or that uh, segment. God, boy, my eyes. Oh, my God. Did you hear about the uh, product you can buy now? Well, I don't know if it's out yet, but it was approved. So some of you patriots might not like that. Uh, it was approved by the FDA that uh, you uh, put the eye drops in your eyes. And if you your vision sucks like mine does, like if I'm holding this up, it's blurry. It, uh, it may, I think that's nearsighted. It makes you not nearsighted anymore. It makes your vision perfect. You put eye drops in your eye and then your vision is perfect for eight to ten, uh, eight to 10 hours a day. Just approved by the FDA. And then every day you put a new batch of it in there. Uh, wait, let me get let me get to this. Eye drops near sighted cure. K 
Can eye drops replace reading glasses? New FDA-approved eye drops could improve improve close-up vision. The story just hit two days ago. Millions of Americans blurry vision. The product is called Vuity or Vuity. Vuity. Why would it be Vuity? It's Vuity. It's spelled V-U-I-T-Y, and I pronounced it Vuity. That sounds like something you'd get at like Deja Vu nightclub. Vuity was approved by the FDA in October, went on the market last week. It's 80 bucks for a 30-day supply. I'd buy it once just to try it. Uh, The new medicine works in about 15 minutes, provides sharper vision for 6 to 10 hours. The condition is known as presbyopia, which uh, tends to affect people ages 40 and older. The drug, it says it's a prescription drug, but I thought this was over-the-counter uses the eye's natural ability to reduce its pupil size. Reducing the pupil size expands the depth of field or the depth of focus, and that allows you to focus at different ranges naturally. Okay? So, like, you're, you're, when, you're, when you're squinting, you're almost, like, uh, trying to physically ch- do that on your own. You can't. It just it looks like shit. It's all blurry. You're like, oh, my God. You fuck it. You put on the readers. You look like uh, Dean at Bosco's with the readers on his nose and a stupid Bluetooth in his ear. For people who use the drops, it may be hard to adjust their focus between objects at first. During the clinical trial, the drops had mild side effects. Occasionally, a user would get a headache, and occasionally, a user would get red eyes. Now. For some of you patriots, you're going to like you're you're going to try this. You're going to say, "Yeah, I mean, but those risks are minimal." How you won't adopt that mentality for the vaccine that's going to keep you from death is beyond me. Uh, they should call this Patriot View eye drops and see if that works. Hell, they should do that with the vaccine. All these knuckle draggers, too dumb to know better. You sh- all you have to do is put a brand name on the COVID vaccine and call it like Thin Blue Line vaccine. If, don't call it Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson. Call it uh, MAGA or Fuck Colin Kaepernick vaccine or something like that. That all you dumb shits. Subscribe to on a daily basis that you get all pissed off about the let's go Brandon vaccine or whatever it may be, or uh, Kamala Harris needs to die or Nancy Pelosi can suck my dick vaccine. That's something you guys would like. Maybe that thin blue line. Sure. Absolutely. That way you will then take the drug that will save your life. Thank you uh, for doing that. And, And you're welcome. Actually, you should be thanking me. Because now, you'll probably take it. Uh, For people who use the drops, uh, this is something that we anticipate with the headaches possibly. Maybe uh, it will be, uh, we anticipate it will be well tolerated long term, but this will be evaluated and studied in a formal capacity. 
Presbyopia can be diagnosed through a basic eye exam by an eye doctor, according to a news release from uh, from Aller- Allergan, which makes the drops. It's a common and progressive eye condition that affects 128 million Americans. My God. Now, in the clinical trial, 750 participants. We don't know the long-term effects of this. Okay? We need to wait about 80 or 90 years before this can be put out into the world. Uh, In the clinical trial, 750 participants with uh, presbyopia tested the drops in a statistically significant proportion were able to read three or more additional lines on a reading chart. Wow. Uh, The drops are intended for mild to intermediate cases of presbyopia and shouldn't be used when driving at night or doing activities in low light conditions. The drops also won't help people with other eye conditions such as myopia, which is nearsightedness, and hyperopia, which is farsightedness. Well, I don't even know what I have, okay? I don't know if I have presbyopia, myopia, or hyperopia. I think I have, okay, what is it when you're holding it in front of your face and it's blurry? Is that nearsightedness? Or is that farsightedness? Because when I'm looking at things up close, like this is 18 inches from my face and it's blurry and I can make it out, but it's not great. What is that? That's what I, that's what I do. Wings guy 71 says nearsighted means you can see things that are close. Uh, that is farsighted. So I suffer from far, I think I suffer from farsightedness. I guess I would have to see a doctor. Well, all right. So this wouldn't help me at all because I don't, uh, hell, because I can see things fine. Seriously. Um, 18 inches, no go. 24 inches, 30 inches, easy. Things far away, I can see fine. So I don't even know if this would work. Uh Uh-oh, I got all you guys wound up, didn't I? You said it yourself with Meathead. Vaccine doesn't stop you from getting COVID or transmitting COVID. Yeah, but dipshit, it keeps you alive. Why do I, do I have to crack your head open and shove the facts into your stupid thick skull? And then he asks the question that's always prevalent. With these morons. Why do you care if someone gets the vaccine or not? Idiot. There's thousands of people in the hospital right now. People that care for them don't want to get sick. The hospital system is flooded with all of your thick skulled type. Okay. Who wants that? First of all. That is a thing. It is a problem. But, but, the number of Americans like you, who are dumb shits, don't think for others. You think for yourself. That, what, that is what makes you so stupid than everyone else. You're just, it it clouds your brain. 
That's what makes you a special type, here it comes, of retard. You are retarded. That's what I'm getting at. I've focused on this now for two years. Not to mention, the quicker you get this beautiful, lovely, life-saving medicine into your system, the quicker we get out of this with no more mutations. Oh, God, help us all. Help us all. In the name of the Father. God, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are they are doing. They are absolutely fried in the brain. Oh, God, beyond help. They're all going to die, Father. Help them. Help them. Help them see. Boomer Bob in his fear bunker, in the Boomer Bunker, he says, you're not a corporate radio program anymore. You don't have to push propaganda anymore. Well, I've never done that. And besides, uh, what type of propaganda is, is going to tell you to go fuck yourself? None. There is no way I'm that. You can't. You can call me anything. You can call me, you can call me brainwashed and a shill and whatever you want. But you can't say that I am, uh, I'm, I'm a corporate radio propagandist, you stupid asshole. My God. Uh, Patriot Nick says, anyone still feeding Eric's trolling? Uh, uh, still feeding? I think you mean feeling. Anyone still feeling Eric's trolling and trying to change his mind? Just give up if you can't. You know, I, I'm not gathering what you're writing. You, It's it's uh, littered with, uh, uh, well, it doesn't have any punctuation, so I can't, I shouldn't even have tried to read that because it's kind of a mess. Uh don't rush when you're writing these things. You need to take your time. Um, first of all, you might be driving, so pull over. Or, you know, don't do voice to text. But if you do voice to text, when you finish a sentence, say say the word period, okay? And then it comes out better, you know? It actually comes out appropriately. Like, where is my phone right now? Oh, my God. Uh-huh. See, watch this. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. Text fuckface Nick. What do you want to say? Hello there, stupid fuck! Exclamation point. If you could, comma, please work in some punctuation to your stupid entries on Twitch, period. You are a stupid fuckface who needs to get vaccinated or you're going to die, comma, cocksucker, period. Your message to fuckface Nick says, hello, there's stupid fuck. If you could, please work in some punctuation to your stupid entries on Twitch. You are a stupid fuckface who needs to get vaccinated or you're gonna die, cocksucker. Ready to send it? Yes. Okay, it's sent. I love being right every fucking day. I love being right, yeah, yeah, every fucking day. I love being right every fucking day, yeah, love being right every fucking day. I love that people who disagree with me and call me an asshole. Still pay attention to this fucking show. Yeah, you're all going to die if you don't get vaccinated. Get vaccinated today. Yeah. 
I'd love to help your business. If you have a business, reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. This week alone has been a barn burner. Holy moly. Uh, We are killing it. I don't mean to brag, but I'm going to brag. I don't mean to brag, but I'm going to brag. We are well on our way to our biggest month ever on the Eric Zane Show podcast. And uh, truth be told, uh, the lion's share of audience is the audio podcast. Now, nobody sees that. Nobody sees how many people are listening to the show. They usually, people who hate me, they look at like my Twitch numbers. And there's, you know, 320 people that follow me on Twitch. And it's rarely more than a few hundred people that watch those videos. Look, look at him. He's such a piece of shit. Okay. The biggest month I've ever had was September of 2021. I had 154,000 downloads of this show in September of 2021. This month, which we are one day, well, how many days are in December? 31. We are at the halfway point right now. Just over. This month, I'm at 114,000 even. Which, at this pace, I'm, we're going to destroy our best ever month of September, which was a great month. But, oh my God. I do mean to brag, but the show is fucking killing it. And I appreciate you for sharing on your social media and doing all the fun things and putting up with me when I tell you about how right I am. Um, you're all fantastic. I appreciate you, even though you're wrong about getting vaccinated. <clears throat> hey, listens are still listens, says Boomer Bob. Thank you, Bob. In the Boomer Bunker with John Jamingo and Boomer Bob. All right. I'm completely losing my focus here. Uh, where was I? Get uh, get on board. Send me an email, and I'll tell you how the podcast works, and uh, you can be a sponsor, like Mario, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage two three one three three two sixty five zero five. Okay, get a mortgage from Mario anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, South Carolina. If your credit stinks, um, and you're like, there's no way I can get a mortgage, Eric. It's horrible. I'm a, you know, it's been bad. Would you just let him try? If he is successful, it's not going to be the best interest rate, but you will be paying on something that is yours. Then just sit tight. Make the payment for 18 months on time. Then look at that. Your credit score is still terrible. Not as terrible. Refi. Lower rate. Save money. Pay on that for a year and a half. At this point, you're three years in. Your credit rate's coming around. You're getting a respectable number now. Uh, you can very quickly mess up your credit score. It does take time to build it back. Now, I don't want you to give uh, get the idea that Mario's just some ham and egger who's you know dealing is the you know uh, dealing with people who have only shitty credit scores. He's the absolute shit. Okay, for anyone who needs any mortgage, if you have a great credit score, this is going to be a piece of cake for you. But 
not all of these people who do mortgages are created equal. A lot of the people who only like to deal with people who are getting high dollar mortgages want to deal with you and your bad credit. Mario does. Okay. That's why he has so many people that work for him in several different locations. Have him and his staff work for you. 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3035 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. TC Paintball. Thank you, Rick, for the very, very sweet donation for great food giveaway too. I just ran into um, our beloved uh, uh, nurse paintball player, Fartoon. Do you remember Fartoon? Yes, I know. Her name sounds a little a, a little nutty. That is a very ethnic name, Fartoon. Fartoon is a nurse on the front lines, okay? She has to deal with all of you Liberty lovers on a daily basis. She blows off steam by playing paintball. I ran into her at the drive game. Yeah, not the drive game. The gold game yesterday. She goes, when are we playing paintball again? I go, Fartoon, we're going to schedule one in January. I want to see you there. TCPaintballGR.com. Call them up and schedule a party. Uh, TC Paintball. Yeah, me and 10 of my bros are showing up. Okay, Saturday, 2 p.m. How's that sound? Sounds good. What do we do? Uh, just wear some clothes. You don't mind getting paint on them and uh, bring your money. Uh, okay. Show up, throw money at them, sign the waiver. They give you the gun. They give you the paint. They give you the mask. And then they ref your combat at TC Paintball. TCPaintballGR.com. Get your kid out of the house and get him moving. Get him away from the video games for a change. Bond with your kid. Shoot him in the face. TC Paintball. A&E Heating and Cooling. Reminds you to get your furnace checked. Okay? Once a year. Tuned up. 616-516-8579. Why haven't you done this yet? If you're out of the listening area, you're out of West Michigan, call whatever place and get this done. It's it's safer, all right? I'm all about safety. I know you Liberty lovers don't care about safety, but please at least do this. Get your furnace checked. Hey, it's going to uh, run more efficiently, and that means you won't pay as much for whatever you use to heat your home, more money to contribute to the Michigan militia, and more money to buy MAGA gear and do all the other destructive things that you do with your money. That's why you need to call A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. I want to say that today uh, I have been sharp as shit and uh, really uh, hilarious. And I know all these jokes are landing. And my goal is for one of you to actually get angry at me over these jokes. Because... I think they're all spot on and they're all true. And I think secretly you love these jokes. Okay. That's what I, that's what I believe deep down in my heart. Yes. Her name is Fartoon. Like Fartoon. That is her name. More like Fartoon. Fartoon. But uh, yes, Fart is the root of her name. She's very proud of her name. And she'll kick your ass. So do not give Fartoon a hard time. All right. 
Boomer Bob says, my name has my credit score in it. Boomer Bob underscore 69420. Do you have a 694 credit score? Do you have a 942? Do you have a 420? Or a zero? SK0M1999 says, and I appreciate your honesty here. Zane, I was laughing as you were calling me a retard. Good stuff, Zane. Love the show. I don't like to use that word. My wife got pissed at me because I said it yesterday. But I kind of want to start saying that more. I think we need to bring that one back. And I think that's going to be an uphill battle. I think generally the audience uh, does not like that. They don't like the use of that word but I really, really love it. I think it's great. It's just so effective. And I think I need to um, be a pioneer and a leader um, to try to get that word back. Um, but I, I know I'm going to get some real blowback from some of my most beloved friends. And I, uh, I don't know if I can, if I can handle that. So I'm, I'm torn. It's just a super strong way to say something that you want to say. Kyle, who is gay, is trying to get me to say F rhymes with baggot. Now that I won't do. It's too much. I will not say it. Twitch even flags it on you. All right. I am not going to say the R word. I've decided. I'm just going to say, I, I tell you what, I will occasionally, when the situation calls, very rare instances. I said it today because I'm talking about you people that are choosing death over being alive. Like SKOM 1999. He is that, as are a lot of you. And I love you. I love Memards. Memards are people too. If my wife got pregnant and the doctor said, I'm sorry, you know, you don't see people with Down syndrome that much these days. That's because the, the uh, medical industry has made it so they said, hey, we have determined that your child is going to have Down syndrome. And they go, what? What is that? And the, do the doctor goes, me marted. And then you go, oh my God, I'm going to have an abortion. I would never dream of that. I would never, ever dream of that. I love my me martyred Americans more than anyone. Okay? So, I don't know. You can tell I'm kind of a little loopy right now. All right. Dumpster Divers Kyle is... Uh, is what the hell is hey eric zane answer us now how come you can say it but not me it's all situational kyle okay you gotta understand 
Okay? You got to understand, sometimes these audience members make me so upset. Okay? They make me so angry with especially vaccine-related things. It just pours out of me because they behave like that. Dumpster Divers Kyle says, but Jared Goff is, in fact, medically a memeard. You see, funny, hilarious. That is funny and hilarious. I'll give you that. You said it, it's done. It's, it's a, you know, I didn't keep you from saying anything. You said the word. Okay. Where the hell am I? What am I doing? What is going on here? Okay. As I, uh, as I mentioned to you, we have a comedy this weekend and you heard to start the show. Um, Chris Porter. He's really, really funny. Tomorrow night, Creston Brewery. That's a full house comedy show. That's the early show. Then he drives to Rockford to do it again. So depending on where you are, go see Chris Porter. He's also going to be at the Park Theater for two shows in Holland on Saturday. There you go. Something fun to do. Tis the season. It's cold out. Well, it's not today. It's warm out today. Jesus. It was 63 when I got home from the hockey game last night. In the summertime at night, 63 degrees is pretty a pretty normal temperature. That's the way it was. Minnesota had was ravaged by tornadoes. Yeah, they weren't ravaged. There was a tornado in Minnesota last night in December. It's the first time in recorded history that has ever happened. This planet is going to crack in half. We are going to, it's it's over. This, it is global warming. Unbelievable. It's here. It's never leaving. That's the way it's going to be. My God. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV they have a brand new sign that I'm going to share with you, a brand new marketing campaign. I'm going to share that with you. I don't have it yet because I'm slow, but I will. The sign you see behind me now is going to change. And when you see it, man, does it look great. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Any domestic Asian European vehicle, any hybrid vehicle, any electric vehicle, they are the big swinging D in West Michigan. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid. That is where we are having the great food giveaway. 616-532-6600. Get your car fixed at Irvine. 616-532-6600. In fact, buy a car from Sarah Honda. A lot of what they sell is certified pre-owned right now and used because of the weirdo uh, issues we're having with getting a new car these days. But still, there's tons of cars on the lot at Sarah Honda. And then, you know, you go and you buy the car or, you know, you, 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 you want to buy it and you say, hey, I tell you what, I'm going to take it over to a mechanic. And they go, all right, yeah, take off with it. We'll see you in a couple hours. Drive to Irvine's, bang on the door. Bruce will open the door. He say, hey, man, check this shit out. I'm going to buy this car. Uh, I want you to look it over. He's going to do that for you. They will do that for you. Hell, anytime you're buying a car, take it to Irvine's. SarahHondaGranville.com is their website. Go check out their inventory absolutely the best i love them so much thad bond is the man who i want you to stop and see or cameron the two people in particular thad and cameron at sarah honda granville that's s-e-r-r-a honda granville.com along kenwa avenue right next to the cracker barrel if you're local to my neck of the woods that is where you must go to check out cars
Okay. We're still buying cars. They still have cars. They've had to modify how they do it. You can still get a new car, but if you want to drive a car off the lot today, go there and check out the selection at Sarah Honda Granville. Asshole of the day. Yeah. Asshole of the day. Yesterday, audience trolls. Yeah, move on. Stop doing what I don't like. That is the quickest way to actually piss me off. Oh, my God. Lisa says Irvine's fixing my car next week. Thank you, Lisa. Who is going to be your asshole of the day? Send in your nominations. I do not. I cannot be voted in for being wise. You cannot make me uh, uh, an asshole of the day nominee just because I'm brilliant. Okay. Impossible. Uh, we heard from Chris Porter to start the show. We had a great food giveaway update. We had some very generous people gave me $248.06. Not me. I uh, gave money for the great food giveaway. Bennett Flooring. Thank you to them. Isaiah Thomas is in the house. Some guy for the Fort Wayne Mad Ants who I already forgot about. Gabe York was on fire. The Zaniacs went to Bosco's and Doug from Bosco's my God said, Hey, I'm taking a picture. And then everybody turned around and looked like shit and published the picture. Doug Furness from Bosco's gets asshole of the day for taking that horrible picture. You all saw it in which Amanda looked like she was taking a dump. It was all screwed up. Holy cow. Urban Meyer, honorable, honorable mention. But he got fired, so we're happy about that. Uh, Eric has to raid Plain Talk John again. I am going to do that. Thank you for the reminder. Two days ago, there was a podcaster on Twitch who had one person watching his show okay uh plain talk john and we raided him what is a raid well i just hit a button and a uh some of you not all of you show up watching his show and he sees an influx of people so to this guy it like made his fucking day um so i have not seen the show but a lot of people liked him I see Jesse commented on it. I know Patriot Nick said, I actually like the show. So let, uh, I am going to try to find him again and I will do that. I will, uh, I will send you guys off to there. Okay. That's it. That is it. Uh, see here. I'm going to leave you with a quick commercial on Twitch only and then i will shuffle you off to plain talk john fair enough thank you so much thanks for putting up with me don't take any of this seriously talk to you next time